Well, down the stretch we come in the high school basketball season. It's time for the NHSportsPage.com weekly podcast. I think there's only one this week instead of the seven we had last week. And uh, this week it's brought to you by Team Nissan of Manchester. Joining me, uh, as always, is Dave Haley. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Uh, stocked up and ready to go and uh, ready for my girl for Gil and Eagles. We're really excited. I'm really excited about this. We've been sitting on a few days. We want to get everything all set up on our website. But Team Nissan of Manchester coming on board with us. Uh, we're really, really excited. Team Nissan are the experts at helping your high school student get into a new or pre-owned vehicle at an incredible price with family-friendly payments. They're very manageable. So visit Team Nissan in Manchester or TeamNissanNH.com. Uh, they're the experts and serious about saving you money. We, we really are excited to have uh, Ralph Fast and his whole team over at Team Nissan. They stepped up and said they wanted to be a part of our high school coverage on NHSportsRaces.com. So couldn't be happier. They're going to be sponsoring the, uh, the Division I girls Final Four is the first games that they're going to be sponsoring. You're going to be hearing a lot about Team Nissan as we go forward. And we are going forward, question mark? Yes. So uh, as, as best as I can tell. Now, you have you had some pretty important conversations last night, which I think are really going to be helpful to people uh, if, if yeah. you kind of share what happened last night. So now, now with the caveat that you know things uh, things are changing on a minute by minute basis. You know, when I got to Pinkerton Academy yesterday, there was still an NBA season. When I left, there was yeah. not. So th- with the, with the caveat that things can change in a heartbeat, the plan uh, for the NHIAA is to play the games uh, as uh, uh, you know as, as uh, scheduled. Um, there is no plan to limit uh, attendance as of this time. It, it, that may be a consideration further down the road, but we'll see. Uh, you know, for the moment. But the plan is to go forward with the games as scheduled, with uh, with the normal uh, attendance as scheduled. Now, of course, if you're older and going to the games to see, you know, like if you know if you're 70 plus with the COVID 19 and you're going to see your grandkids play, maybe think twice. Maybe you know, you, uh, you know, listen to some live coverage because those seem to be the folks at risk. But as for now, the NHLA is going to go forward with the games as scheduled, is, is what I am being told. Yeah, yeah, which which would be great, kind of, you know, here at the end. Um, I was at Keene State early this week, obviously, for the Division Three Boys Final Four, while Jen, Lance, uh, and we had Sam Natty of Lisbon and Nick Fassett of Epping helping us out. Um, and so, you you know, we're right here at the end, and uh, just we're just right. very whole. We we kind of are waiting, you know. We're we're connected with the NHIAA in that we get the media updates and so forth, so on from Shannon Quinn and the whole team over there. So we're sort of waiting like everyone else. But um, what I had been told, and again, things like I think you said it perfectly, things are changing on a minute to minute basis. Was uh, the athletic directors had met, and I was told kind of off the record that everything was going to go through Saturday, and then they would reassess after that. Uh, that would get you through the girls' championships in Division One and Division Two, yep. and that would get you through uh, the Division Three championship game between Messinic and Mike yeah. for Golden Eagles and Littleton Newmarket. So, but you, as you said, everything's I, changing. It, yeah, and I, th- I still think the ADs are going to get together and talk about it. But uh, the, the plan, as of the, uh, as of what is it, Thursday? We're taking this at eleven ten a.m. Uh, and now, unless you know, until the governor or uh, the the CDC tells. Uh, the NHIAA, you know, shut it down. They're going to keep playing. And, uh, yep. we, uh, you know, on the radio show I'm on in the mornings, uh, Governor Sununu was in the studio, and he indicated he has no plans to declare a state of emergency as of yet or to shut anything down again as of yet. That's I feel like I should preface everything on that. So 
So sure, ho- sure. So hopefully we can get through the next week and a half. Hopefully everybody's safe. And, uh, and, and, and yeah, so it's, it's been a, it's been a fun season. You and I get to brag a little bit. We both have a team in the championship, Dave Haley. How about Unbelievable. that? Unbelievable. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah Spalding was, uh, I was listening to you. I'm, I'm finishing my division two quarterfinal preview. So tomorrow morning I'll have the D2 quarterfinal preview and the championship day preview. Uh, for Guilford and uh, Messenic and Littleton and Newmarket. But I was listening to your game, and they got that. It was like 9-1 to one, Bishop Brady. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it sounded like Spalding dialed up their pressure and went on a huge run after that and kind of took control of the game right there, right? Yeah. If you, uh, I think they were a little bit nervous at first, too. Uh, 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 you know, the first time the team's been to a semifinal, let alone a final, uh, in school history. So if you watch the highlights, it is just both teams wanted to get out and play up and down the floor, and uh, the opponent was uh, all uh, all too willing to oblige. So it's there's a, I, I watched about two minutes of the highlights, and there's no like cuts. It's just up and down the floor, and up and down the floor, and up and down the floor. It was it was a and, and neither team played a ton of kids either. That was the thing. So uh, yeah. the, the, these girls were were really getting after it. It was a really fun, entertaining game, uh, which you know doubly so because my alma mater got the victory. You did the boy. The dab is really the coordination of the dab with those girls has really picked up. It's it's really come together in the third try. Listen, uh, it, it's it, it's a Rochester thing now, right? Dab City, Dab Dab City's in the house, so uh, it's it's like Dunk City, right? No, not quite. Are they are they playing Lebanon? Lebanon upset Hanover last night. Yeah, yeah, Le- yeah, Lebanon. Uh, yeah, so Le- uh, it, well, here's what happened with that game. Uh, Hanover kind of had the thing in control. And uh, Lebanon was starting to come back a little with Rebecca Wright or Becky Wright, who's going to snoo, by the way. Uh, so I'll see her next year as well. Uh, she scored thirty. She scored thirty-two points, but Maddie McCorkle rolled her ankle late in the third quarter, and uh, and so the Hanover bench was right next to mine. She was trying to gut it out. They retaped that thing. She kept telling her coach she was fine, but it was very obvious she was not fine. But just you know, just just nothing but blood and guts trying to trying to drag her team and her leg to a victory. She just couldn't. She just wasn't the same player after she got hurt. Maddie McCorkle might be one of my favorite players in the state. Honestly, like I covered her last year. I've seen her in highlights on our site this year. Like that girl is awesome. Like um, that that yeah, it was, that's it, just a huge bummer that she got hurt. It she was, is a, just absolutely terrific player. No, it, it was it was heartbreaking, and uh, you know, and all credit to Lebanon, they came through and made up a deficit and got over the hump. But it was, you know, you just hate to see anything like that happen anytime, and especially in, in a Final Four game. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think the uh, so so I'm I think the, we'll start with Littleton Newmarket. I mean, this is kind of exactly where we thought it would be, and I feel like I've been a little too uh, I mean a little too obvious with my feelings on Division Four this year. But last night D one just showed you exactly wh- what my frustration <laughs> yep. has always been with with D four, where Salem's beating BG, Alvern's beating Bedford. South goes on the road. I wouldn't call it a big upset, but they go on the road and beat Winnicott. That was a very evenly, you know, match. That was an even matchup that the yep. that the lower seeds won. And so that's why D one is always so fun. We talked about it last week. We kind of said, you know, anything can happen in D one. And the fact that Keene is playing Salem and one of those two teams is going to be at UNH is just awesome. Uh, really happy. Listen, I'm friends with a lot of these guys, but really happy for my friend Rob McLaughlin. I just think he's done such a good job with Salem and. Um, Man, they they just are so Salem kids are so tough and they yeah. play so hard and game away boy, from, it was uh, a game away from back to back Final Fours, unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. And what's funny when you do this long enough 
and we're lucky enough that we've been doing it for a long time, is you see the narrative change. I remember when Keith Maddy couldn't get out of the second round of the D2 playoffs. Well, then he started going to UNH pretty much every single year for five, six years. <laughs> yep. And I remember Jordan Bell at Bishop Brady couldn't get it done in the tournament. His first three years, he never even got to UNH. And then he put on one of the all-time great performances at UNH. And Salem kind of had, you know, one year they got they got knocked off, I think it was a two-seed against Dover, who was a 15-seed. And, you know, Rob kind of had, you know, he lost an unbelievable like, triple overtime game to Central one year in the quarters that, that we covered. And, you know what I mean? The narrative was like, ah, oh, Rob McLaughlin can't get over the hump. Uh, he's over the hump, big time. You know, all the way to the championship last year, beat Portsmouth at UNH, which very few teams ever do, mm-hmm. and uh, and now beating a very, very good Bishop Curtin team. So, yeah, it, it, it's so much fun. And, and, you know, so back to D4, I, I think people are, are looking forward a little to Newmarket. These are clearly the two best teams. We haven't had one upset in the entire tournament because Colbert over Mount Royal was not an upset. And uh, it's just kind of played to form. Um, and uh, I do think it could be a great championship game. Um, I think Parker Briggs has been really terrific uh, offensively. He's just he's as good as any player in that division. And for Newmarket, I'll be writing about to say, but they remind me this is going back a little bit. A Groveton team uh, years and years ago, my good friend Nate Smith was on that team. And uh, um, Seth, the legendary Seth Fogg at point guard, this was a Groveton team that won the title over Littleton that didn't have, like, that one guy. But they had different guys step up in the semis and then a different guy in the finals. I think that's kind of how Newmarket has to win it. Will Chase is a fantastic player, great kid. He's not like that alpha dog guy, you know, as an offensive scorer. He's more like a worker, and he's very, very smart. Uh, where Littleton has Taco Coilis and Parker Briggs, who could both go off for 25 points. So I'm interested to see how that plays out. Um, and then there's Guilford. Uh, I think Guilford Messinic. It's going to be an absolutely even game. Anybody can win it. Uh, I think it's going to be a fantastic game. I can't wait to write about it for tomorrow's preview. I'm obviously all fired up to cover it. I want to say <laughs> one thing. I want to say this. Keene State College, my alma mater. Man, so you haven't been, have, you haven't covered a game up there, right? Uh, no, not since we did the, uh, the the Twin State game. That was that Keene State, That's right? right? Yeah. yeah. The, banana, the Bananas game, yeah. Yeah, the bananas and fruit game that we brought to the players because they didn't have any food before the game. It was all time. Eli Hodson, <laughs> I remember. I remember Eli Hodson chewing out a banana in layup line. It was all time great. Um, but Keense College did a phenomenal job of hosting the other night. The people from the woman at the ticket counter to the people giving out the programs, every person, the person with the statistics, my our, our, my old friend Pat Hearn used to be one of the baseball coaches at Keene State, remembered me and was – talking to me they could not have been better hosts and i know a lot of people including myself were complaining just because of the drive you know about how right. far away it was but man oh man oh man it was gorgeous and met coach kane uh the the uh the state basketball coach who's done such a good job came over and and introduced himself to me and all that good stuff and it was they could not have been better hosts i'm just you know was floored by how great Keene state college did at hosting this so I'm fired up for Friday night. Allison Haley will be in the house to, to watch ah. uh, the Guilford Golden Eagles. Well, listen, she loves Fun Spot, and Fun Spot is technically in Guilford. So, there you go. You know. <laughs> yeah, so excited for that one. So I can't wait. The Messina kids are great kids, too, and I think it's going to be absolutely it's – a, it's a pick em game, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. So, um, so we'll be covering those two games, the girls' final fours, 
and then uh, uh, Pete and Joel Johnston on Friday night are going to be covering uh, Lebanon at Pelham in an unbelievable Division Two yeah, quarterfinal. I saw Keith Maggie last night. He was there supporting the Lebanon girls, so that was uh, that was good to see. But yeah, it should be a lot of fun. So, all right, we're we're gonna pick the remaining games, and there are not many left on the schedule. So, where do you want to start? No, uh, let's start with Division Two. So, uh, Oyster River goes at Conval. Oyster River, I think, with the the surprise score. Really, I mean, it was pretty much chalk, but beating Manchester West. I wrote about this. Again, it'll be up tomorrow. But it was surprising that Oyster River beat. Manchester West. It was surprising that Oyster River beat Manchester West by twenty points on the road. Yeah, kind of, kind of ran them out of the gym, huh? Yeah, and so Conval plays that similar style. You've seen it. They like to pressure. Yep. They like to get up and down the floor. They like to kind of get out in space and get their shooters room to to, to navigate. So I think it's going to. You know, I'll pick Conval at home, but I don't think this is a bad matchup for Oyster River. I really don't. Yeah, I'll I'll take Conval as well, but I think it's I think this is going to be a, a a pretty close game and uh, a little surprised that was the only uh, the only air quotes upset nine eight games aren't really an upset but a twenty point win is but uh, everything else was chalk in Division Two. You a little surprised by that? Kind of. I mean, as I said, there are six teams that could win it. Yeah, and Lebanon and Palom are two of those teams that are playing sure. each other. Hanover. Hanover and Hall's Brookline is another matchup. Either one of those two teams, I think, could win it. I mean, we almost saw a humongous upset. Laconia, uh, yeah, yeah, give those okay. guys credit. Yeah, I, I guess I, I neglected that because that was a few days ago. But Laconia was yeah, went to overtime, so uh, hung right with uh, Hollis Brookline, and that was the game that was delayed. Or, excuse, I beg your pardon. Um, yeah, the Hollis Brookline. That was the game that was uh, del- uh, wasn't played the same day as the rest of them. So all all the kind of attention was on that. But uh, credit to Laconia, but Hollis Brookline uh, survives. Yeah, DeMarco McKissick was unbelievable for Laconia. He had like 10 blocks, and he's a legitimate, like, really good big man. I don't think he gets enough attention because Laconia finished 8-10, and 10 and we didn't cover him once last year and all that stuff. But um, he gave he gave Hallsbrook on a lot of problems. Those two, those two teams played twice, and Laconia was right with them both ways. So, um, well, let's go to the next one. So, yep. Hollis Brookline at home against Hanover. What are your thoughts on that one? I think I'm going to roll with Hanover in this one. I, 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 yeah. just, I just like the way they've been playing this season. And, uh, again, four or five games, there's not really an upset. Those are usually the most fun games of the uh, of the quarterfinals is the 4-5. Four, 4-5 five. Four, five and the 3-6 generally. But, uh, yeah, I'll go with Hanover here. Yeah, th- th- uh, that was the first loss of the season that Hanover had uh, and uh, was Hollis-Brookline yeah. at Hollis-Brookline. And Hollis-Brookline has a loss since January 17th. Uh, so it's been, uh, to, I believe, to Conval was their last loss. So, They've really, really been defending. Grant Snyder has been really, really good. He's playing really good defense. Um, so that that's been a uh, that that's been a, a real great turnaround by Colette in there. I'll go Hanover on the road. Yeah, I agree. I think this is going to be one of those somebody makes a shot at the buzzer and with a couple yeah. seconds left. I think it's going to be an outstanding game. So moving to the next one, Lebanon goes on the road at Pelham. Jeez, I don't even. I mean, I honestly feel like the winner of this game might be the favorite to win the whole thing. And, uh, you know, I talked to Mike Larson the other day. I've texted with Keith Manny. I mean, both teams are playing well right now. I feel like Pelham's whole again. Pelham had all these injuries during the season. Colby Travis missed a lot of time with a football injury. Drew Brown hurt his hand. He was out for a bit. Drew's been playing really, really well. Uh, And Derek Crowley is always good. Um, Can can you give me a Mr. Crowley, please? Like Ozzy? Oh, no, I don't know if I can do him, Mr. Crowley. Mr. Crowley! Yeah. <laughs> no. 
it's been a long week. I'm <laughs> I'm getting as much sleep these days as you do, yeah. so that that tells you. And I'm not I'm not as equipped to handle it as you are. So I, I don't yeah, know. It's, it's, I don't know if I'm well equipped, but your point is well taken. Yeah, well, you you kind of pull it off. You just get used to it. That's all. Yeah, I'll I'll go Palm, I guess, at home. This is really yeah. I I guess I'll go Palm at home. I'm doing the same thing only because they're at home, and I really I I truly think this is the uh, the this and Hollis and Hanover are are complete coin flips in my mind. Uh, I hate betting against Keith Maddie in the tournament. I I I don't I don't feel good about it. But only because Pelham's at home, um, it, yeah, I'll, I'll take the Pythons. But yeah, it will not, will, if Lebanon wins, I will not be shocked. Yeah, yeah. And the last one is can it can it beat uh, Sauhegan in the first round? Can it goes over to Bo? Um, and I, I like Bo a yeah. lot in that game. I, I I liked Bo's road. I felt like it just kind of broke right for them. And uh, even like as the two seed, I thought they they had a better path. Than even the one seat Conval, yeah, who's got to play Oyster River. I mean, uh, you know, listen, Kennett last year we overlooked Kennett last year, and they were leading Pembroke. You know, I think late in the third quarter, early fourth quarter in that quarterfinal game, and of course Pembroke went on to win the whole thing. So you, you can't overlook Kennett because they can really shoot the ball. But uh, but I like Bo at home. I just think they've had a really good season. I think it's going to get them the UNH. Yeah, I've like yeah yeah. I, I, I completely agree. I think Bo's. Uh, I, I I don't know that Bo doesn't get to the championship game either. I know you think the the Pelham Lebanon yeah. team might be the favorite, but uh, you know they got size. They uh, you know they're, they're playing at home here. I, I do. I like Bo here to get to UNH. Bo beat Lebanon and Pelham yeah. this season. They yeah. beat Pelham in the season opener, and then they they really beat up on Lebanon in a game that uh, that I covered uh, with Jen. Over there, and uh, made famous because I was interviewing little kids who uh, were drinking Sunkiss after they <laughs> ran around the court. So uh, yeah, they, they, they've got to feel very, very confident. But uh, yeah, Matt Matt Lammy's been so good for them, and Ben Harris. They're a really fun group of kids too. I've really enjoyed interviewing them, getting to know them. We covered them, you know, Cooper Larrabee and Steve Garrett. We covered those kids in football as well, and they're really this is a fun group of kids. I just I like those kids a lot. Um, so Division One, let's talk about the Division One quarterfinals. It's going to take place on Saturday night. We are going to cover a game. I haven't talked to Pete yet this morning about which game we're going to cover. Um, but let's start at the top. Exeter is going to be home against Nashua South. Yeah, and that game is going to be played. I think at three o'clock was the, the the time that's going to be played. That got moved to early. Or oh, did I see that? I don't know. I, did, yeah. I haven't seen that yet. Three p.m. start for that one. I'm not exactly sure. Well, oh, you know. Um... Might have to do with the Exeter girls hockey team playing that night or something like that. Okay, uh, but uh, but yeah, that's a three p.m. game that afternoon, uh, which is uh, an hour before the uh, D two girls finals. Dave Haley, just uh, FYI, I know you have that on okay. your calendar. But uh, yeah, so Exeter South, I'm, I'm picking Exeter until uh, until they give me a reason not to. Uh, if you ask me, especially at home. Yeah, I'll take I'll take Exeter. Um... Man, the whole Hacker brothers and uh, Niantenji has been really, really good. I was watching the highlights last night. I mean, they, that's a good win, a kind of team they beat on the road. Um, that's a scare. I and mean, this is the great thing about D1 is, you know, when you, again, I, I know I'm picking on D4, but when you get to like the one seed versus the eight or nine seed in, in D4, it's usually like a 30 point game or something like that. With D1, these games are always going to be close into the, Third, late into the third quarter, early first, fourth, and, and even possibly an upset. So I'll go Exeter, but um, it's going to be another really, really good game. Um, so, so kind of bounce around. The, I don't even have it in front of me, so I'm just doing it off the top of my head. So, uh, so Keen, the five seed, 
is hosting Salem. We talked about that. That is awesome that they had really a ton of students at the game last night for Keene when they beat Wyndham. Um, I like Keene. I like Keene to beat Salem. I think it's going to be a terrific game. I'm not betting against Salem. Um, but, boy, Keene, they got a chance to go to UNH. And that is, I mean, for people, if you're new parents or people that just kind of found us a few years ago when you're, you know, your kids got into high school – I mean, God, we we, yeah. imagine, we didn't cover team once for like ten years. Imagine if the Buffalo Bills got to the Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> that's the kind that's of about it. yeah. You know what I mean? I wouldn't not the Jets, but if the Bills got there, <laughs> so. yeah, we wouldn't say anything that horrible. Yeah, about that I call them the Jets. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the level we're talking about. Keen was the team that lost to Timberlane when Timberlane snapped their how many game losing streak was it? So yeah, I think it was eighty one, eighty one yeah. or eighty eight, eighty eight game losing. Is it eighty one or yeah. eighty eight? So Keen's come a long. They've come from a long way down, and they're they're right on the cusp of getting the UNH. I'm going to pick them to get there as well, Dave. Yeah, that was the the video that we put on. Uh, it got on Deadspin uh, yeah. for breaking the the streak. The funniest part was the Timberland kids didn't know how to. Celebrate. <laughs> they were sort of looking around. They didn't know what to do. Yeah, they were like, do we, "Is this something we really want to celebrate?" I, I guess. Yeah. Are the opposing coaches going to tell us we played hard again? Because that's what they tell us every game. Yeah, your kids play hard. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, uh, great. Yeah, yeah. All right. So Keen, I, I do like Keen. So uh, boy, that would set up a Keen Exeter game, which would be great. Which would be, by the way, don't want to go too far ahead, but uh, Jeff Holmes is alma mater, Keen High School. Oh, that's that right. Be, yeah, that wow. would be. Yeah, that would be interesting. Portsmouth is going to play Alvern, um, and uh, at home, Portsmouth uh, Central did what Central does. They hung around, made a few runs. Um, kept that thing close, but Cal Hewitt had a huge game. I think he had 27 last night, and Coleman Brewster had 22. Um, two members of the NH Sports Page Seacoast team, by the way. And, uh, and, and Portsmouth gets a huge win. Congratulations. John Mulvey is a father. Oh, did that happen? Yes, the baby Mulvey arrived. Was it, when, when, so, when, when did the baby Mulvey arrive? I haven't been keeping up on boy. Instagram. Uh, it was earlier in the week. I can't remember which day. Okay, Congratulations. Um, yeah, him and Liz, his wife Liz, is just like the sweetest. They're, they're just <laughs> the nicest, like young couple you've ever seen in your entire life. So I'm really happy for that. We, MacIsaac and I have known John since literally he played. We covered him at Keene High School, so like we have a particular like he's an all grown up moment for us, right? I mean, it grows up and it grows up and it grows up. They all grown up. Yeah, I'm gonna keep making <laughs> swingers references until the kids go watch it. It's a great movie. But um. Yeah, so we're very happy. Uh, his wife, Liz, so congratulations, had a, a little boy, so we're, we're very happy for him. Uh, and they're going to take on Alvern, who has really, really, really had a very good second half of the season. Uh, that's a really good win at Bedford last night. That was a rematch of a game that we covered earlier this season, and, and Bedford had beaten them. Yeah. So uh, all the credit to Marty Edwards and, and the job he's done, and I think it will be a good game. I think they'll come in with a little, little different strategy the thing with Portsmouth is when they're hitting their shots, there's nobody who can beat them. Nobody. Right. But they do here and there. They will go three, four minutes where they can't, you know, when they're not hitting shots. And you know what I mean? They kind of ride that tidal wave of, yeah. of, of shooting. So um, and that's, I do like Portsmouth at home. But. And Stone Gym might have the softest rims in uh, all of New Hampshire. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, One of them's bent. Oh, really? Yeah, one of them's bent, and they know Cody Graham was telling me they know exactly where it is. They put the ball right up in front of it and leaks right in. <laughs> that's yeah, a, they're not messing around that, over there. They know exactly what's going on. That's outstanding. Um, that's because it was because Cause was uh, Tom Koskowski was dunking. 
Oh and yeah, he hung on around too much. Three yeah. three sixty windmills on a cause all day every yeah, day. Yeah, he just goes down on Friday nights when the gym's closed during the summer and just just does just practices yeah, his just, dunk. Just for the love of dunking, really. It's uh, sure. It's, it's he, pretty, just, he just enjoys hanging on rims. Do, does Russ Wilson throw him some alley oops now and then? But yeah. usually it's just cause you know thunder jamming. That's all. Yeah, Tim Hopley and the giant IFL will go down there and just throw him alley oops yeah. on, on, on Friday nights during the summer. It's good. They have a good time with it. <laughs> I'm listen. Of course, I'm going to pick Portsmouth because I, how could you, they've been to forty eight straight Final Fours by my count, right? Uh, so how could you yeah. ever pick against them? But listen, Alvern is the team that beat Exeter this year, and they just upset Bedford on the road, so Portsmouth better yeah. not over... Uh, listen, Portsmouth's not going to overlook them, but the, uh, if you're a Portsmouth fan, don't think this is going to be a cakewalk, because it ain't going to be. And, and if yeah. Alvern wins, uh, you know, I, I would be very surprised, but I wouldn't faint dead away. How, how, is that the, the best way to put it? Yeah, it's fair. It's fair. I, I, Alvin has proved it, you know, and, and I think Liam O'Neill is a kid who can give them problems down low. Um, and, uh, and and Jack DeWitt is a kid for Alvin. If he gets hot, then he can carry the offense for, you know, four or five minutes at a time. So, no, no, Alvin is – Alvin's big. They're very physical. Jim McKinney was talking about them on our, our Bracketology podcast last week. And, um, man, those are popular. we got a ton of listens on those Bracketology podcasts. All right. Um, so I was just going to make one more point, and I can't. I can't remember what it was. So uh, here you go. Uh, so well, the, we got one more game. Yeah, Nashua so North against uh, with Merrimack coming in. That's another game we covered this year. Except we covered it at Merrimack. North beat them. North now gets them at home. But these two teams know each other well. They're in the same holiday tournament. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we follow. I think we've covered this game two straight years. I think two years ago. Pete covered Nashua North at home against Merrimack. Yeah, I'm pretty positive. So we've covered this game yep. a lot over the last couple of years. I- I'll go North. I'm just really, really high in Nashua North. But boy, Concord uh, gave him a scare. Con- Concord was leading that game early. Yeah, and Gostow gave Merrimack a scare. So both teams kind of uh, yeah. kind of escaping here into the quarterfinals. Uh, so who's going to get the other team to play their style, right, Dave? I, 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 right. If Merrimack can bog it down and keep it in the mid-40s, I like Merrimack if it's you know if it's fifty five or over. I like uh, Nashua North. I'm going to take North. Uh, just you know one of the uh, one of the well, they're preseason number two for you or number one, Dave. I can't remember. They number were, one, number one, North yeah. number one, Exeter number two. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, so I yeah you got you got to roll with and North Portsmouth, here. It, and Portsmouth three. So I had the top three correct. <laughs> they just weren't in the right order. Uh, it's a bad job out of you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is a horrible job. Out of me. I think I had Keen six too, fifth or sixth. So I'll, um, yeah, I'll take North. Merrimack, yeah, my D one picks were pretty. I miss BG. Other than that, they're pretty accurate. Um, yeah, I'll take North. I, I think the key for North is to get up by eight to ten points, and then you make Merrimack kind of have to chase you a little bit and um, and kind of extend that defense. So that's that's what I think is a key for Steve Lane's team. But uh, it's gonna, you know, I we'll see where we go to. Remember, Merrimack beat Portsmouth, so we get. Any of the combinations are going to be good, is what I'm saying. If you get a Portsmouth, Nashua, North Final Four game, or Portsmouth, Merrimack, or Alvern against those two teams, um, those they're going to be really, really good games. I, I do like, I do like the home teams to win, um, but I, I would be really careful about Merrimack. They're they're, yeah. they're probably the lower seed team that you want to watch for going into Nashua North because they're very comfortable. You know, they're right down the road too. It's a court drive, and I, I think those kids are will go into that game at North with a lot of confidence. Has Tim Goodridge ever won uh, any playoff games in his life? He's won. He's I believe he's won two in his lifetime. That's it. Just two. Get out of the first round twice. <laughs> yeah. So 
No, he's got a couple titles, and he's, yeah. he's a Hall of Famer. So, yeah, he's one of our guys. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's terrific. And very, very good coaches uh, in all these matchups, you know, looking across the board, you know, whether Rob McLaughlin against Kevin Ritter has done such a good job, or Goodridge and Steve Lane and, and John Mulvey and Marty Edwards and uh, Jeff Holmes going against Nate Maserol. These are all really, really good coaches. The fun thing about D1 is all these teams scout each other, all these all these teams make adjustments, and I love listening to coaches say, oh, we did something against Londonderry twice, and then Nate Stanton called timeout and took it away, and then he did something, and we had to take it away. There's just a game of adjustments with, with these teams, and it's so fun to watch. We watched Tim Cronin and, and Tim Goodrich go at it once in the quarterfinals, you and I did, and we just geeked out at all the adjustments and the little things that they were doing back and forth the entire game. It was really fun to watch. Yeah. No, it should be a lot of fun. So, uh, so here's uh, well, let's pick the D four championship game first, so we can have your uh, D three championship game be the main event of the boys' uh, picks here. Uh, so, oh boy! So, um, Littleton Newmarket, who you got, Dave Haley? I I gotta go, I gotta go with Littleton. I, I guess I gotta go with Littleton. I'm, I. I, I think it's a pick 'em game. I'll, I'll go with Littleton. I, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a very good game, and I think it's going to come right to the wire. These are clearly the two best teams. Um, would like to see uh, my friend Jamie Hayes get a title. Um, my friend Trevor Howard already has one, so I'd be happy to see Trevor get another. But uh, I'll go Littleton. I think Littleton. I think you got to go with Littleton. Yeah, I mean they won the the regular season matchup in uh, in convincing fashion, right? It's. Uh, I think if you're going to make a pick, yeah. Yeah, that would be based solely on that for me. I mean, uh, you know, I think Newmarket can certainly win the game, uh, but but you know, Littleton has shown they can beat Newmarket on a neutral floor, and this is going to be less than a neutral floor, right? It's going to be filled with Littleton fans. Newmarket's going to bring a party too. Don't get me wrong, but if you're in Plymouth uh, and you're Littleton, you know the entire town showing up. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's it's sort of their comfort zone. You know, Newmarket I think played really poorly in the first half against Groveton and then really, I think, did some really good things in the second half. Um, so I think Newmarket kind of shook the cobwebs out, and I do think they'll come back. I do think John Langlois is uh, is really an important piece. I, I think the adjustments that he's making, and I think he brings a calm to that sideline uh, with his experience and, uh, you know, the, the little having a second set of eyes for Jamie Hayes, I think that is a big benefit for those guys. So, um yeah, I think it's gonna be a great game. I think it's gonna be a great game. Yeah, no, it should be a lot of fun. And uh, you know, new, you know, new market being on this side of the state, of course, I'm, uh, I'm pulling for new market a little bit. So I'm just, you know, yeah. just throwing that out there. But uh, yeah, it would be fun we to see you. see Jamie get one here. All right, Dave, I've teed it up for you. Division three. Is this like is this like the second Clubber Lang fight uh, for Rocky in uh, in Rocky three? It's a team that knocked you down. They didn't kill Mickey. Don't get me wrong, but Masinic. <laughs> And Guilford, the only team Guilford hasn't been able to conquer this year, Dave Haley, has been. I'll, I'll say this about Messenic. They're going down oh! on Friday night. <laughs> They're going down. Oh, my goodness. No, I don't, I don't want to get yelled at by a bunch of Messenic kids, but I, I'm going to pick my Guilford Gold Eagles, and of course I am. I think it's going to be an absolutely tremendous game. Uh, I'm I'm just genuinely excited for this thing. I'm so excited to Guilford, my team finally in the state championship game. And these kids are awesome. 
Uh, the, did you see the Connor Sullivan 30-foot bomb at the end of the third? Did you see that in the highlights? I, no, no. There's been so much stuff on the website, I haven't been able to catch up with all of it yet. Lost my mind. <laughs> lost my damn mind, as they say. I, I lost my mind on that shot. And uh, they're such a fun group. And uh, and the Messina kids, I've gotten to know really well over the years we had them in the Jamboree. I've interviewed them probably like eight different times. Yep. They're a really good group of kids. And... Uh, you know, it's all good. It's just going to be a great atmosphere. It's going to be a great game. And, you know, as Kevin Ryan told me, he goes, the entire town of New Ipswich is going to be at Keene State College in that gymnasium uh, tomorrow night. It's going to be nuts. And I know Guilford, they're going to come out. I want to say, like, they had pretty good crowds, Hopkinton and Guilford, for an 8 o'clock Monday night, uh, you know, Final Four game. Uh, there were a lot of students there. It's going to be a mob scene up there uh, tomorrow night. I can't I can't wait. Uh, obviously, I'm rooting for Guilford, but... Uh, yep. But two really good teams, two really good coaches, Brandon Kerr and Rick Acolano. It's going to be, Listen, it's going to be great. I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm just like all time fired up and excited for for this game. I'm, you know, Jim Silly's going to call with me again. Allison's coming with me. She wants to try to see Guilford win a title. So nice. uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Listen, Whoever no, wins it, it's going to be good. Listen, nobody from Messenic should give you give you any grief for, for your alma mater in a state championship game. That's uh, <laughs> that's they will. I know they, they will, will, but I think it'll be good natured and and. Uh, it's funny. So when I interviewed the Lebanon kids last night, I said to them, and the general post this momentarily probably. It's not up yet, but I said to the kids, I'm like, now you guys know I'm a Spalding grad. Do you want to take this opportunity to chirp me here on camera? Go right ahead. They said, yeah. one of them said, no, nope, we're too classy for that. <laughs> it, was pretty, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty good. So it taught well over there. It, it's yeah. going to it's gonna be a nail-biting weekend for you and I, my friend. <laughs> so, yeah, when, when Sammy, Sammy Stoffenecker owns his own high school website, Missy's going to championship someday, 20 years from now. Who wants it? You'll <laughs> understand. So yeah, now I'm ready to go. Adrian Saravo was just so good the other night, and Riley Mars and Logan Hughes, my boy Alex Cheek off the bench, and uh, the the Reese brothers, Malik and Jalen. I just I, I can't wait. I, I love this team. I, I really enjoy watching them, and I, I think that game is just going to come down to you know kind of the styles and and how Guilford's defense that matchup zone, which is so tough. They're so big so long i think it's gonna you know kind of how that affects the game and how messenic's able to operate offensively i think that's what it comes down to but but it's going to be a really 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 good game and uh i can't i, I can't wait can't wait all right wait. I, i'll pick gil for two just for uh for friendship yeah, support there so there you feels go good doesn't it let it wash over you feels uh, good, right i don't know if it feels good it, it feels like the drink right thing in. the right thing to do doesn't always feel good let's put it that way yeah <laughs> drink it in, drink it in. <laughs> so yeah so we will have Full coverage of that, and Lance, Sam, Natty, and Jen will have full coverage of New Market. Littleton, as I as I wrote on Twitter, we weren't kidding about this. Thirty-one games in twenty-one days. I think it feels like we're going to go. Over I think it's more, games. yeah, because because we're because we did the D two girls last night, uh, and we're doing both girls championship D1. games Saturday, uh, and yeah, Lance is doing the D one final four tonight. So it's uh, yeah, it's going to be nuts. Yeah, thank you again to Team Nissan. We're so excited to have Team Nissan on uh we we have an audience of high school kids and their parents so uh support the people that support us support team nissan right there in manchester for either pre-owned or a new car um they're the best they're right there off the highway right next to where the old uh, toys r us are um so you can see them right there in manchester and uh again they wanted to step up and support the coverage of high school sports and uh we can't we can't thank them enough and we're excited to have them on board so let's uh let's buy some cars so, all right I'm ready to roll. So good luck to you and your 
your Spaldy Lady Red Raiders and uh, my Guilford Golden Eagles. This could be this could be the apocalypse if you and I, I know. both win the championship with our school. There'll be no talking to us for it. Well, there really isn't anyway, but there, there'll, there'll really be no talking to us if uh, Spaldy and Guilford both win. So it's not going to be easy. We, uh, we both got uphill battles, Dave, but uh, confident in our alma mater. So uh, best of luck to you too, my, my friend. All right, bud. Well, thanks for every, everyone for, for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you out the games. All right.